With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Cece, we're back, man. We are, man. You know, sometimes we use that phrase, and it's like, I don't know, a couple days since we recorded, but we still say we're back, right? But in this case, we actually have had a nice little uh, Christmas hiatus. Yeah, it was like a little Christmas break. Yeah, it was, right. <laughs> right. Your teacher gets it. You get it as a student. And now as a podcaster, you get the Christmas you get break Christmas as well. Christmas break. Man. I know, man. And people have been asking me, you guys, is the podcast done? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Isn't it nice that people care, though? Like, Yeah, some guy asked me the other day. Yeah. It, I had, uh, where was I? Some NBA arena recently. Somebody comes up to me and he goes, I hate my morning commute now. And I'm like, why? He's like, because I haven't had R2C2. I was like, oh, <laughs> man, all right. But I love that. It makes but me what does he good. do the, every, the, the other six days <laughs> of the week or five, four <laughs> days of the week? Like, <laughs> we only get one once a week. I know. I was thinking that, too. I was like, it's not a, it's not a morning radio show. You know, it's like, it is. It's once a week. I guess, you know, that Thursday morning commute. Or Friday, if they save it for Probably Friday. Probably Friday morning. Probably you Friday know, it just morning. just kicks the Friday off. Yeah. Kicks the weekend off right. That's what we do. Maybe that should be like, you know, part of our open is like letting the people know we're taking them into their weekend. Yeah, Something like that. But you, I was actually thinking that too. I was like, well, we're now a part of your commute every day. But <laughs> but it's nice to feel wanted, isn't nah, it? Nah, for sure, yeah. It feels good, man. And you've come back in 2019 with a completely new look. You see that? I, I like it, man. I got my glasses, man. I couldn't see at nighttime driving, bro, so I just... Got to wear these fucking things now. Well, best to be able to see when driving all times of day. You know, <laughs> like a, just a, a good rule to live by. Yeah. But they look good, man. Thank you. Thank what is, you. What does Amber think? Oh, she's, she's, she's down with I mean, yeah, she ain't got she, no choice. I, need, I have to wear glasses. Well, like, I understand this. She can but do like, about it. Like. But, like, I could see. <laughs> I get this. But I could see her being like, oh, you look very handsome. It's a sophisticated look. Yeah, I mean, it's the Tom Ford. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. You didn't just, like, you, you didn't go buy your glasses just, like, off the rack at at, nah, uh, at Laser Plus or whatever the heck the name of the store is. It yeah. actually is, like, a little small place like that. But, like, oh, yeah? it was, like, a little optics place. And Amber was like, let's try this place. Nice. And they have all all Gucci, like Chanel, Tom Ford is like, <laughs> like what's going on? That's good. So you do you wear them? Will you wear them on the mound now? I'm trying to get a pair, like a, a uh, trying to get Nike to make me a pair, like a clear, like the clear pair, like a uh, Clipper used to wear. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And see if that's comfortable. If not, then I'll just fucking be squinting. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gary had to put some paint on his fingernails or something. Oh my gosh, have have you all have you always? I've had always this? needed them. Interesting. Well, I, 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 like five years ago is when I got diagnosed or whatever I need to wear glasses. Yeah. And I wore them for all the spring training that year. And most of the season, um, and I just stopped. Were you wearing them on the mound? I wasn't wearing them on the mound. I had uh, contacts. Oh, okay. Got you. The yeah. contacts, um, they they were bugging me. Yeah. It was just hard to get in and all that stuff. So I just kind of quit. I just shut it down. And then this the last the last off season. Is when I, you know, started wearing them again. Can you see everything okay? Because you're still pitching just, very well for a guy who has to. Oh squint. no, it's, it's it's hard for me to see that's the signs so, and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, yeah, it's man. Hard for me to see. I had no idea. Yeah. 
Well, I, I, I kind of like, if not, why don't you wear the rec specs, man? Like, go go full Chris my Sabo da- on My us. daughter wears the rec specs. Does she? Playing bas- uh, basketball, yeah. Which one? Uh, Jaden. Oh, that's so awesome. And Ty, man. actually. But really? Si- yeah, Ty si don't play much, but Jaden starts. So. Yo, I kind of think the rec specs are awesome. Yeah, the, they, they, br- they're coming back. Like, y- all the kids wear them. Y- dude, I, my, my best friend growing up, Al Cartho, was a terrific baseball player. He used to rock them, and it was like, you just got to own it. You know, if, you, if you're good, no one cares. Nobody right? cares. Yeah. Like, but Lil C's been wearing contacts since he was eight years old. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Seven years old, something like that. Um, he, so he just plays sports with them? He then? just plays sports, but he's starting to wear his glasses. He wears his glasses to school. Yeah. Yeah. So I always think glasses are a, like, they're a good looking accessory, I think. You know, like, depends. When you, yeah. I mean, you I know, guess some, the, some people wear them just to, like, you know, to, to wear them. Yeah, I would never do that. Right, just to look like yeah, a certain look. But uh, but I need to I need to have them. But if I'm gonna have them on, they're gonna be nice. Yeah, oh, no, no, they're gonna be Tom Ford then. And you also walked in with a man purse, which I you thought see was that? man. This was like a you see that this, this, is, this is whole news. Oh so my god, I got so man. much shit, I, and I didn't want to wear a backpack. Yeah, so, so now I'm just you know I'm rocking a man purse for a little bit. See how this have you done it go. before? Yeah, I've had that for a long time. Really? Because I remember at some point. In one of our I episodes, bought, well, this this off season, I bought okay. it some, at some point this off season. Because remember, we talked about at some point we talked about a man person, and you were like, I don't know if it was on the group chat, which shout out to Matt Siegel, our good buddy, who's here today in the maybe, studio. Maybe it was on the group chat, and you were saying like, I'm thinking of rocking with one of these. And, or at some point, you brought up to us either on the podcast or the group chat that you were thinking of diving into the man person. Yeah, world. Uh, maybe when I came back from Europe. Oh, when I went on the, when I went yeah. on the soccer trip yeah, and yeah, I came yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, just tired of having shit in my pockets and all that stuff. So I know. we're going to see how this go. I, I have to say, as you walk, also Tom Ford, is it really <laughs> you got to deal with them or you're going to have a deal with them I'm by the end of this episode, man. Somebody listen to this yeah, motherfucker, yeah. man. <laughs> I need a Tom Ford deal. That's it. Please folks at uninterrupted in the in the sales department. Do you hear what CC is saying? I will say as you walked up, I would even call it a stroll. As you strolled up to the studio, I was like, this guy, he looks like you big that? time right yeah, now, man. Yeah, I got man. the man purse, Yeah, dog. man, and the beard that is shit, at a nice length, That you shit know? makes all the, the, the difference. Yeah, it really, the man purse. It really does, man. All right, so that's an official <laughs> endorsement for the man purse. Who would be the least likely teammate of yours to rock a man purse? Guardy. <laughs> yeah. It's not even like a question. <laughs> he could not do it, man. You know, and the only reason why is just because he's such a little, I don't want to call him a little, but he's just, he just wouldn't do it because everybody else has it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like. He's um, like a contrarian. Yeah, even if he needed it, like even if he had a million things to stuff in his pocket and shit, you know, he, he would be like, "Nah, I'm not doing it just because everybody else is doing it." <laughs> That's kind of during funny. the season. I'll probably rock a backpack, but okay. right now, you know, you know what? Maybe because during the season, I have my iPads in there yeah. and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, I need like an extra charger. I got my Samsung phone in there just in case I need to take some pictures. You know what I mean? The Samsung takes good pictures. The Samsung huh? is legit, bro. This is what my brother-in-law. The tells Samsung. Me. I've been rocking. I've been having a Samsung since. Uh, since since it started off season, oh really? And I went on that fishing trip and oh, uh, yeah. taking some great pictures with that thing. Yeah, you should have had it in Africa last year, man. I know, I know. That would have been fantastic. That would have been sick. I think opening day you should show up with the man. Post. Actually, but I, I got this new uh, this new camera, Canon. It's like a dad camera. Obviously, oh yeah. And I took it to Africa, but the app I got an app where the pictures come right to my phone. Oh. So I take the pictures and then it, like it snaps like right instantly. To my phone. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Oh my yeah, gosh, so it's that's like, amazing. It's, it's so dope. Is this a is this a ridiculously expensive item or is no, this something not. that could be had? No, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's not expensive at all. Oh, good. Uh, man. I just bought it at B and H and and 
Just like a dad cam, you know what I'm saying? And I got to look at this. By the way, we this is so much free advertising now. We got Tom Ford, <laughs> B&H. <laughs> we have Samsung. B&H is legit, too. Yeah. Like, they, I mean, you just order something online and you pick up window. It's, it's so legit. I'm going to tell Natalie and TD, you got to chop up these sections and send them to these companies <laughs> right now. So the biggest question, man, is how are you feeling? I feel great, man. Yeah. I feel great. Uh, had the heart scared, uh, obviously, early in December. But, you know, we put the, had the, the procedure, put the stent in, and, and it, it's crazy because I was feeling so bad. I thought I had the um, yeah. acid, reflux. acid reflux. I was walking around fucking Pepto-Bismol uh, <laughs> bottles and Tums and, you know, just thinking it was that. And, you know, for it to be my heart was scary. But, you know, you know, having a procedure and then, you know, getting out of the hospital, I feel like, I mean, a, a brand new person. It's amazing. So, you know, for like three weeks, I wasn't sleeping. I couldn't eat. Like. It was bad. So, uh, you know, now I feel great. So it's good. You know, when you said acid reflux, I, I, want, I, was, I was wondering a little bit only because when I first like had acid reflux, I'm a total hypochondriac. And honestly, and, and I was like, bro, if this is acid reflux, I, I mean, I, what, if, like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I can't live like this. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, well, no way would I have been able to, like, carry on like that, the, 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 the pain I was getting. And, and uh, honestly... It, it comes in different forms, but a lot of times people who have heart issues, like in your case, think it's acid reflux. And people who have acid reflux thinks it, think it's something with their heart. Yeah. So you always just want to be clear which one is it, you know? Because I, 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 Deep down, I knew it wasn't my stomach, bro. Like, yeah. I just, I know myself and I know, like, I just knew, I, I knew I didn't have acid reflux. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just knew, I didn't know what it was, but I, you know I didn't, I just knew it wasn't that. What was the kind of pain you were feeling at that time? It was just a I mean for me I kept telling Amber I was having a heart attack. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it was more in the center of my chest. It wasn't like over here. It didn't get over it, it like the pain didn't get into like my left side until until like a couple of days before I did the stress test. Mm. Um, so like I I, I started to uh, one day like. You know, that whatever day I had the stint, that Monday, I started, uh, I was going to start my workouts. Like, I was like, fuck it, you know, my stomach is whatever, but I need to just start working out. Maybe that'll, like, help it if I start working out. So I went to the gym, rode the bike a little bit, and played catch with Dylan. And, like, halfway through playing catch, I'm like, fuck, man, like, I'm tired. Like, I was out of breath. And I'm like, something's up. Like, I know yeah. my cardio has always been, like, up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I've, like, I've always been able to do cardio, play, do whatever, you know what I'm saying, for uh, however long, you know. Um, and just for me not to be able to ride the bike and play catch, I was like, man, something's up. So I called Dr. Lee and got a stress test and, and you know, couldn't even get through it, and that's when they found it. So are they instantly – I've had a stress test before too, and that's something – did they give you the results right away? Yeah, right – well, so, so right away, um, you know, we did the, the stress test, laid back down on the thing. They, I couldn't even get – you know, I was like three or four minutes into it. Lay back down on the on the uh, the the Baby. bed. Yeah. They did like the ultrasound again. Um, so I leave the hospital, and the doctor's like, uh, you know, just you know, take the Nexium. You know, we still think it's your hum your stomach. We'll call you back and get the results of the stress test. So they called me back as I was driving home, and they were like, you need to come back. Wow. You need to bring Amber, and you need to come back, and uh, you know, we got to probably got to put a stent in. Was that? I mean, is that scary when you when you got that call? It wasn't scary, man, just because, uh, you know, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't know. He was just like, we need to do a procedure. Like, you need to come back. You need to bring Amber. So I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Just thought it was another procedure. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, it wasn't scary until after, like, talking to the doctor and, you know, him telling me that it was the Widowmaker uh, artery and, you know, it was, the you know, 
ninety percent blockage and all that stuff, and just like seeing the 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 way you know they put the dye in there and you know the 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 way it wasn't pumping and then how it was you know after they put the stand in it was just uh it was it was crazy i mean that is it's, it's amazing and i mean thank god right you caught it when yeah, you did and thank also god. you said something yeah thank god i caught it when i did and 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 just being able to like have the doctors you know to be able to 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 see me right away and, and, and kind of get it done it was uh definitely a blessing i mean obviously my family history of you know the heart attacks and heart issues and you know me being so big in my you know my 20s and and all that you know the doctor said that this was probably gonna happen so then like i mean you actually you have the procedure and did you, i i mean it sounded like just from our interactions with you you kind of felt like immediate relief oh, as was, soon as, yeah, <laughs> as because soon i was so was fucked up yeah i was so fucked up those three weeks like i mean y'all know i mean yeah. i couldn't i couldn't do anything like i was sleeping two hours a night oh i couldn't even lay i couldn't even lay down like i had to sit up and like to stop from having these attacks so um yeah i mean as soon as i got out of the hospital the, the next day like i was like great i mean i've been feeling how i've been feeling now i feel great that's awesome man you know what does it how about mentally does it give you kind of like a second lease like it was it was tough to process the first like three or four days yeah you know what i'm saying just like fuck man you know doctor told me i, could, I was i mean if i would have got on the plane to go to london i wouldn't have made it back Isn't you know what i'm saying crazy, like so man? just to try to like yeah. put my wrap my head around that and like I still wanted to go see Arsenal, I mean, uh, Liverpool and Manchester, <laughs> so I was pissed off about that. Um, but no, I mean, after, you know, after like the first three or four days and just kind of, you know, how I felt, you know, more so than, you know, trying to look back on it, you know, I just, I felt good. So Yeah, and now you, and I mean, right, I would think now it almost like, it could be energizing, right? Because oh man, it, it's crazy. It, it, it It's just like, you know, I mean, I, I feel 100% better. You know, do you have to do changes now? Anything with like workouts, diet, those? No, just things? my workouts. I got to ease into it. Yeah. Um, but just with the like, you know, the last three years, you know, me stopping drinking and you know me changing my diet and yeah. you know, obviously I have you know a crazy breakfast here and now every yeah. now and again. But you know, uh, just talking to the doctor, you know, when I when I first was in the hospital, I was like, you know, I'll just go straight vegan. He was like, no need to go like that extreme. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. What you know, my diet, what I was doing the last three years, you know, probably helped me from not having this, you know, three or four years ago. Mm. Um, but you know, he just said continue the course. So how you going? A lot of times they say Mediterranean too, right? Like yeah, the, the, yeah, the yeah, Mediterranean yeah, yeah. diet. Yeah, yeah. Throw the olive oil in the mix. See. I think that's really <laughs> that's the key. And you know, you got the the Yankees announced yesterday. You got the great news that um, you can go back. You know, to start your workouts, which includes yeah, yeah, yeah. Baseball no, activities. yesterday, yesterday I did another stress test, got all the way through that, and you know, no problem. Um, you know, so I was cleared to, to to start doing all my workouts and you know be ready to go. So you know, I still I'm still definitely gonna lose a bunch of weight when I'm done playing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Is there was there any part of you during that? I was just wondering this also that was thinking I'm gonna retire or I can't play this year. I never even thought about baseball. Um, mm. I never even thought about baseball until I was in the ICU and talking to the doctor about blood thinners. I'm like, wait, blood thinners? Like, I might not be able to play. I started thinking about Chris Bosh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he was yeah, like, yeah. So that was the first time, like, not even until, you know, two days after did I even think about baseball at all, yeah. you know? Um, so I wasn't even worried about it, to be honest with you. And But now you get the good news. You can play. So you have no, there's nothing, like, Preventing you from getting Nothing. ready for the season. Nothing. I'm ready. That's great, yeah, man. Oh, I'm so happy, man. Yeah. Was, that was a scare for the group chat as well. It was good. But, I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. I get like these little life lessons, bro. Like just little taps on the shoulder. You know yeah. what I'm saying? At, at different points in my life, just to just to clean it up a little bit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm right. So exactly. Uh, 
It's definitely a blessing. It's always been like that for me. And then you know what? It, it like it enhances the road going forward. Then it for really sure. does, you for know. Sure. And and it also allows you to get back into chief recruiter for the Yankees and their offseason. <laughs> you know, right? So that's the other thing, man. It's like people are. First of all, can I can I do a little like PSA to Yankee fans? Would that be all right? Like I I just want to go into like former talk show radio Ryan for one second, like. <laughs> People acting like the Yankees have done nothing this offseason because they did not sign Machado or Harper yet. It's not even over. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, number one, it ain't over. Number two. This team's pretty fucking good. Exactly. Won 100 games, re-signed you, re-signed Jay Happ. By, by the way, a young team with, with three or four rookies, you know what I'm saying, starting. Yes, exactly. A couple, couple second-year players. I like it. You're enhancing the argument. This is nice, <laughs> yeah. Re-sign Britain. Trade for James Paxton. I mean, think about it. Uh, starting rotation-wise, you get a full season of Hap and a full season of Paxton versus, you know, last year, Sonny Gray, who, yes, has a ton of talent, but obviously struggled last year, and Domingo Herman, who struggled last year. Monty got hurt. Season. Monty got hurt, you know. I mean, and a full season of Britain in that pen. It's a And, you know, you also – I, and I still think we signed one more bullpen guy. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, and so you add another arm. Like, the idea that this team hasn't gotten better from last year already is crazy. It's gotten significantly better, and you didn't need to get that much better. Won 100 games. Yeah. So when Yankee fans are like, I understand wanting Machado, of course. Ain't nobody but, ever – nobody's come up to me and said anything about, uh, like, you know, what are we doing? Oh, good. Okay. So I don't I mean, so I don't maybe know. I'm just seeing it in Yankees Twitter. Oh, you so know? you need to get off that bullshit, I, bro. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, guys? <laughs> well, no, yeah. Like, I mean – That's some bullshit, dog. There, there's the Yankee fan who, like, gets it, right, and understands. And, and by the way, I also get the Yankee fan who, like, wants – Machado or Harper, of course, they're amazing players, right? But like, we don't, to, we don't, never mind. But you don't like need, you know, if you don't get other huge superstars, it's not like you're going into the season feeling ill equipped. Well, yeah. I will have another year, uh, a second year of John Carlo where I think he's going to go off. Um, I mean, obviously, Judge is going to be Judge. I mean, and Duhar now, uh, a second year. Hixie's getting older, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Just getting wiser. Like, he's going to be better. Team's good. T teams, team's good. Team's really good. Team's all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If we can get Manny, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I would love to have him um, in our lineup and in our clubhouse in the round, you know. But, I mean, it is what it is. I hope he signs. If not, then we'll keep going, It, you know. All right. So, let's get we, – we like to give real stuff on R2C2. This is how we get our big deals with Tom Ford and Samsung and B&H, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I, tell us what you can. Cash said it was a great meeting. You were a part of it with Machado. What what kind of role do you play when you met when when you're a part of the meeting with Manny Machado? Oh, I just came down just to say what's up. Just I mean when you when you have uh, friends with a team, you just like want a familiar face. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. go down there, you got Booney down there, you got a bunch of guys. But you know I know Manny, and uh, you know it's just a, f a familiar face to you know just say what's up to and kind of show you around. Yeah did you, did you did you get a positive feeling from the meeting, CC? Like I always get a positive. I got a positive feeling from the Patrick Corbin meeting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I always get a. It's yeah. it's hard for me to fathom coming to Yankee Stadium and seeing Yankee Stadium and not signing with us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, it speaks for itself. The yeah. organization speaks for itself. You know, like the the fact that we try to win, literally try to win every year, speaks for itself. So, like, it's hard. Like, I feel confident about everybody. Like, oh, he just show up and we got him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so I know what you mean. It's, it's different. It's like you have the ultimate closer in Yankee it State. It being the Yankees. Yeah, and you being know what the saying? Yankees. It being yeah. the Yankees. So. It, it's true. Uh, no, I, I mean, I totally get that. 
So you you know Manny decently well over the years. Through? Yeah, just playing against them and you know yeah. watching them come up and you know being friends with them. Obviously Jordan family and all that stuff. Uh, that's true. Yeah. So like I I feel like now it's gotten pushed aside, but his like comments on hustle and that stuff is that even a, is that a worry at all for you or is that it's, something? It's not a worry for me. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I, he's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he. It is what it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, Canotes did the same thing. He just didn't tell you. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but he was That's out right. there every day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, whatever. He, dude, he is. It, w- the thing about Manny, too, is. He really is such a ridiculous third baseman defensively, too. I mean, and that's and you can move Andujar over to first or DH, whatever. Like you, ha- it's better to have the pieces than not. You know, no, what I mean? for sure, you, like, for sure. I mean, we'll. Fi- I mean, they'll figure it out if if you know we do end up signing them. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I said, if not, we'll we'll keep going yeah. too. I mean, either way, we're gonna be fine. Yeah. But <laughs> we'll be better with with them. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you stay active and engaged with him throughout this process? Do Man, I've, I've left him alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't want somebody. You know what you got? What you thinking all the time? Now yeah. I left him alone. Just you know, texting back and forth about different stuff, but never you know nothing about that. That's always like a hard balance, you know, when you're trying to like convince someone to do something. And I, you're I like just know debating. myself when yeah. when I'm going through that, I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't text me. I'll let you know when it's time. Yeah, I you know got what I'm saying? You. So like, I just I just know how I feel about it. So so like, if if the group chat is debating between a trip to uh, Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico, and I want one or the other, don't like be texting you to influence your decision on, on no, one place that's, or another. That's different. I'm talking about when it's like my job and <laughs> okay, it's like work and it's like serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like nah, just man. let me be. I, I'll let you know. All right. So see, I know you still have to be a little careful with this stuff, even if even as revealing and honest as we are in R2C2. But would you care to give us a do you have a feeling right now or a vibe as if if you think it's definitely not gonna happen, likely possible what? Manny. Like, do you have a feeling? I, I honestly have no idea. I yeah. don't know what they offered them. I don't know anything about, like, you yeah. know, what, what, what's going on. But I feel like the longer that it goes on, I feel like the better chance we have. Interesting. I feel like that. Why do you feel like that? I just feel like, I mean, obviously he's not getting the offers that he wants. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So it, true. Come, it, it comes back around and everything being even, how do you not sign with the Yankees? Great point. You know? That's a great point. So, I like your logic. Well, we will see what happens. It, it create, It's so interesting, though, man. Remember, like, it used to be – the hot stove burned for like a few weeks. Everybody signed, and that was that. You know, now this thing drags on for, for for months. Nah, it was off seasons where it was you know it'd get late. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I, 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 I mean, I like being in the industry. I felt like that, but um, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I, I mean, I always thought guys signed by late December. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, but now doesn't it feel like it drags into like late January? Yeah, some, yeah, I mean, I, the last two years for sure. Yeah. You know, just with, I think, the owners change the philosophy, I guess. And, and yeah. you know, um, I don't want, you know, different words that we don't want to talk about. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, yeah, it's gotten real late, you know, and with with the uh, last offseason was bad, man. That, that was that was crazy. And I thought just because these guys were so young and Machado and Harper and, 
You know, they have a ton of offers and they get done early. So right. And normally, when you know the two the the big guys go down, then everybody else just kind of falls in line. Because even you you signed what early December with the Yankees? Yeah, but I'm different, bro. I was panicking. Like, yeah. Uh, I yeah. wanted I wanted my deal done, you know, right away. Not this year. No, I'm talking. No, about yeah, you're your big one. Yeah, okay, okay, even, got you. Yeah, I was, yeah. you know, I was trying to work fast. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not like a guy that can like wait it out and yeah, you know all that stuff. So I was trying to work pretty quick. But tech sign late. Yeah, he I did. Feel like yeah, he did. He did. Remember that was like later, that was, was a like shock. Two weeks it was later. like whoa, all of a sudden yeah, he's a Yankee. It was like right yeah. before Christmas. That's true. Yeah. So I I can remember though with your process like people thinking like why is it taking so long? Why hasn't he come yet? Why hasn't he accepted the offer? And yet it was still only early December. It was early yeah, December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now, imagine if it was like early January and you still didn't come people like I agree with you though. There's some part of you right that like I these guys, it's got to be harder to settle in. If you sign in f- the first week of February, it has got to be harder to be ready for the season. That's terrible. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, you're setting yourself up for failure. You right. know what I'm saying? Just, like, not being able to be able to, to have your family go and, you know, know where you're going to live and then just not being set, I guess. This is a half-baked idea. Uh, it's not something I've thought about fully, but, like, I do wonder if at some point it would be beneficial to the sport itself – and to the players financially, right? If it was like a, there's this fixed period of time where you can sign, and that's it, you know, where it's like it wouldn't hey, be beneficial to the players. It wouldn't, you don't no, think? Not if it was a hard deadline. Even then, if, the owners would just wait till the last week. Then what are you gonna do? Well, but but if you were worried that like, look, I gotta get this guy by this date, like maybe I have to offer more than I was originally going to, rather I than I can, wait it, out, I can wait it out. I you think, think it would? Go the other way. Yeah, maybe it would. It might, yeah, it might go the other way. I, I, think, mean, it, so, I, I think it would go where, where players would be panicking, like, oh, I don't have a job, and then I'll just take anything. Even from the interest standpoint, I wonder what's better for baseball. Because part of me says you're better off with, like, this huge rush of activity in two weeks. No, I think that but, I think it's better that we just keep talking about it. But Some then there's that part. All, you know, all day. Right, but Chato's still a thing, keeps right? Keeps baseball in the headlines. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Without that, you know, and, and our offseason's kind of weak. Yeah. compared to like what the NFL can do with the NFL like the the NFL keeps you engaged the whole fucking yeah. season. NBA too. Yeah. So ours is kind of, you know, we we need the news. So you like the time, you like the obviously you want to see changes with the way the money's been the last couple of years in the offseason, but the but you like the timeline. I like the dragon like extended. About a little okay. bit. Yeah, I like All that right. a little bit. I got that. I understand that. By the way, you said before about Stanton that you think he's going to have a huge second year. I think so. Why do you think that? Just it's, you feel better when you when you know you know what you're doing like you feel comfortable yeah you know i think last year coming from a small market team and just trying to figure out where to live in the city different things you know it was took him a while to settle in so um i think he's gonna be fine though i think it'd be good one thing i i heard from all i mean i heard it from aaron Boone. i heard it from the hitting coaches i heard it from pj and marcus i heard it from uh, all your teammates was like, this dude works. Oh, like, yeah, John he works Carlo hard, man. works, man. Yeah, and he's always watching video, and he's always, you know, worried about his swing and different things. So, I mean, he'll get it right. right. I mean, not get it right. I mean, he had 30-something yeah, homers exactly, last year. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but, but, the, but the point being, like, he puts in the work to build – on success. Still, oh yeah, for sure. Which like he's hungry. He wants it. He look. He really fit in he's with never, you guys. He's never too. played in the playoffs, you right? Know, until exactly. Last year. So, yeah. I mean, that's another thing too. You know, we had, you know, guys playing in the playoffs for the first time. That's rough. Yeah. That's hard. Oh, a hundred percent, man. But it really felt like he fit in well with your group. Like, oh, he, he definitely fit right in. He, yeah. I mean, he, you know, he became one of the leaders. Guys were looking to him and talk to him about stuff. But again, back to my point about first time in the playoffs. You know, playing your first time in the playoffs and you know. 
for the Yankees, that's I mean that's that's it's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure, man. Especially you know being a you know a guy that got traded here and all that stuff. That's a lot of pressure. It's tough. Sometimes you need to go through it too, right? And then realize the world didn't end. You know, like yeah, I, 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 I feel like if I would like if my first playoff experience would have been in two thousand nine, I wouldn't have been ready. Mm. I mean, not not even. I mean, new stadium, Yankee Stadium. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I wouldn't have been ready at all. Like that would have been bad. Yeah. That's interesting. And maybe that's just what he needed. Or yeah. and, and you know what? These narratives, they change, too. Think about A-Rod. You know, Alex was unbelievable for the up until game five of the 4 ALCS. That postseason, he would have been the Yankees' MVP. Then all of a sudden, for a few years in the playoffs, he really struggles. Did not produce much at all. Then in 2009, he literally could not have been better. No. You know, I mean, you know, he, he was just an absolute monster and couldn't have been more clutch. And then after that, he struggled again a couple postseasons. It's like these things go and ebb and flows. It's not like you're branded one type of thing, and that's all you are always. Well, look at David Price. Yeah, You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like yeah. he had all them struggles, all them struggles, and then, you know, he came through this year, but we have to see how it goes, you know, going forward. Exactly. Hopefully he struggles next year in the postseason <laughs> if he faces Hopefully you guys, even right? the fucking yeah. playoffs. Yeah, exactly. How about that? <laughs> I like that. That's right. That's right. Now, how about, how about um, getting Britain back? Oh, I'm excited for that, man. I, yeah. I was so happy that that uh, that he was able to come back. I mean, I, I think our bullpen just after you know having that super bullpen for the last couple of years, I think it's a necessity now. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like we need these arms. We need one more arm. We need one more arm. You know, we got Dylan, we got Chappie, we got Greeny, we got Holder, we got Britton, but we need one more guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like, I, I was excited he was able to come back. Now, Adovino's the guy they're talking to. I've How, never what, seen him pitch. You never seen him pitch. No. I was going to ask you about his stuff. Funny fact, do you, have I told you this before? I faced Adam Adovino in high school. Really? Yeah. He went to Berkeley Carroll in uh, Staten Island, and I played against him at a tournament in poly, uh, at Poly Prep in Brooklyn. And I remember, like, stepping into the box. And you know how, like, in high school, too, like, sometimes you don't necessarily, like, know that much about the dude you're facing. You just kind of, like, and then you might hear some things or whatever. And so, like, that day, they're like, oh, yeah, the guy who's pitching for them is nasty. I'm like... Oh, really? Like, no, 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 no. Like, he's like, you know, like going to get a full ride, you know, D1 and probably be in a major league someday or be drafted, you know, at that time. I was like, wait, who is this? And I stepped into the box. This dude was throwing like, you know, 92, 93, which in high school that looks like 112, you know, and his curveball was filthy man like i'm talking about filthy but i didn't strike out so there was, i had that go for me <laughs> i did i did pop out weekly to shallow center field but like that pop out in the softball video <laughs> <laughs> no hey that, that, I, what you guys Why are you stuttering right now <laughs> <laughs> what you guys missed in the softball video that oh went around God, our group shit chat is fucking terrible it was a ripped ball that was yeah, just foul the pitch before my ass. it was just it was just foul it was it just looked foul. like an incredible bro what type of ball softballs y'all playing with <laughs> what the fuck? i will say i i will say if you check if you check the data my offensive season was very strong this year <laughs> we just happened to selectively choose the clip where i popped out in the oh, infield if, if, I, <laughs> 
that clip that I saw, your offense cannot be good, guys. <laughs> we need to have – You need well, to have see, a good glove with that clip that I saw. You know what? I was always more glove than stick. I will say that. <laughs> we we need to uh, – we're a year away from getting you on the team, yes, though, sir. man. Yes, sir. I can't wait, dude. That's going to be great. What, what position are you going to play for us? First base. All right, cool. Just hit bombs? Yeah. Will you run the bases? or you want not someone, run the bases. Okay, someone will run for Somebody you. you got to run the bases for you. You're going to have a courtesy runner. Um, how about – I wanted to also – another Yankee thing, and it will take some questions off Twitter as well. Um, but I, a, a lot of people have wondered, like, okay, what – if Sonny Gray, the Yankees have said, look, we're going to find a different location for him. We think he'll flourish there, right? We think he'll do better. And then Brian Cashman the other day said, look, like we, you know, we'll see how this plays out. We may keep him as insurance. It was also before you had gotten cleared to start your activities after the heart scare. But if Sonny had to go back to spring training with you guys and he doesn't get dealt, do you think he can reassimilate and reacclimate and have success here still? Oh, Sonny's very popular on this team. I don't think anybody, if you go to a, a man, well, nobody wants him traded. Mm. I think we, you know, it's just it's a better situation, you know. I think for everybody, if he does, yeah, um, I think that's been established. You know what I mean? But I think if it didn't happen, he had to come back in our clubhouse. No, it'd be fine. He and also, think, sorry, continue. I just don't. I mean, I, I don't know how how they could fix him. Yeah, you know what I mean, I don't. I don't have an answer for that. But I know if he did come back, it'd be fine. I mean, he he also is one of my favorite guests we've ever had on the podcast. Bro, he's he's hilarious. He man. was hilarious. He's hilarious. Like I'm I felt you. like we could just let him go. He's and, like, you well, know, like, I mean, I don't know. We have to edit some of that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's so funny, man. He's a good dude. Uh, he is. All right, that's good to know because you know he. We'll see what happens. I agree with you. It's still been established, and it probably is best right for him to be somewhere else. But good to know that if for some reason the right deal doesn't come along. Oh, I think he'll be fine if he had to come back in a clubhouse. Yeah, no problem. Good. All right. You want to take some questions from Twitter, man? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, RG Knickerbocker, what are your three favorite parks to pitch in? Three favorite? Yeah, your three favorite. Um, uh, Safeco. I like pitching at home, and I like uh, Kauffman Stadium. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah, I love. Well, last year you you gave me the whole treatment at, at, in Kansas City. I got to see the soul food yeah, spot. Yeah, soul man. food spot. Woo! And I did get barbecue there. And that stadium is just beautiful, man. It's so it's so nice. It's so and nice. If you go there at the right time, it's just yeah. I mean it's great. And I feel like you always pitch well in Seattle. I don't know if the numbers back yeah, it up, no, but it just I feels mean, that way. I've, I've always enjoyed pitching there. Yeah, you know, I've always I've always felt That's comfortable a pitching there. Gorgeous park. It too. is nice place to play. I like this question <laughs> from All Rise NYY. He says, in both of your careers, is there a moment where you thought, wow, I've really made it? I'll let you go. You know, I'd say, like, I don't know if it's, like, wow, I've I've really made it. Like, there's – because, like, in your mind, you're always striving for more, right? Like, and there's always other things you want to accomplish. Um, I think I've had the, – the moment that I most think of in that regard, and I'd almost characterize it more as, like, wow, this is pretty damn cool and special, is the first Yankee game I was going to do play-by-play for in the regular season. Now, remember, I grew up diehard Yankee fan, knowing I want to be a broadcaster. If you look at my fifth-grade yearbook for you know career goal, it says to be Yankees announcer. And it's in uh, June of 2015. I'm going uh, to do uh, Yankees-Astros, my first regular season play-by-play for the Yankees. And I walk into the Yankees' Uh, clubhouse 
and the first person I see <laughs> is Andy Pettit. And you know, I grew up the biggest Andy Pettit fan of all time. And so like for he at that he was just there. Obviously he had retired at that point, but he was just there with you guys in Houston. But so I was like, how cool is this? Like, I'm walking into the clubhouse, getting ready to do my first Yankee game, and the first person I see is the athlete I grew up idolizing. And it was like one of those moments, like, where I was like, you know, I still, of course, I'm thinking, like, there's a lot of work to do. Now I have to go perform well to today. But it was one of those moments where, like, damn, this is pretty damn cool. That's you know? dope. Yeah, that That's was dope. that was like the moment for me, I'd say. I don't know. I think, uh, I guess maybe after my first win. Yeah, I think my first win was in Detroit. And, um, and just getting on the plane after I think we flew to Baltimore. I'm just trying to remember the whole thing. I think uh, it was in Detroit. We flew to Baltimore, and, and uh, Tommy took me out. Like, we went out and, you know, uh, went to dinner and all that stuff. And I just remember guys kept, like, stuffing, like, money in my pockets. Like, and, and <laughs> I had a suit on, and, like, it was, like, money, like, all in my pockets and stuff. And I woke up the next day. I had, like, 15 grand. Like, every, oh like guys gosh. were giving me a 1000 bucks. Like, you know, I was, I was 20 years old. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I was young. I was, like, the little brother. And. They all took care of me, so it was uh, that was a big moment. That was cool. That's an awesome moment, man. Yeah. That's an awesome story. Oh, I love that. Um, all right, this is uh, from Abigail Hustle. She says, "What are our thoughts on the Yankees re-signing Jay Happ and signing and trading for James Paxton?" Oh, I think it's, I think I mean I'm ex- I was excited to get Happ back, man. He's a, he's a pro. He's a professional. Works hard. Does all his his business. You know, he does everything. His routine is great. I think he's going to be so good here. You know, obviously pitching the AOEs for a long time and knowing how to navigate this this division. You know, um, you know, coming to us, I think he's going to be awesome. I I mean, I uh, last year I was so impressed with Hap, like his tempo, his control. Like, I think it's almost what he did becomes underrated because of the one poor start against Boston, and that's like the last taste in your mouth for but, people. I mean, but he, he was, was he was phenomenal for us. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. And I would. Put him back in that situation in a second without hesitation. One thousand percent, yeah. So and Paxton, look, I mean, that's top end his, talent. I mean, his stuff is you know some of the best in the league. So I mean, it just you know see how it plays here. But I mean, I'm excited to to see what he has. Do you um like you're 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 the veteran lefty in the group, right? And you know what it's like to to come to this team with high expectations, with a lot of stuff. You had a larger load to burden because at that point it was like we're bringing in CC he's going to win us the World Series right it's not that for Paxton but there still will be some pressure are there things you'll talk to him about as far as how to handle all of this just depends just depends on how his demeanor is and how he is you know I mean obviously if he has questions I have no problem answering things but um, you just have to wait and see how guys you know react and handle stuff so mm. um, yeah I'm here for sure for, for any of that and I think a good thing is, is Hap too yeah you know, right, he's ha- a guy who can help too. He's, yeah. huge, he's going to be a huge help, you know. So that's that's awesome. I like this question from Elliot Rance. He says, "What are your and CC Sabathia's favorite?" You, your I, I don't know why I gave the full name there, but he he, he did the Twitter at, so I <laughs> went with the full name. What are your and CC's favorite non-baseball sports moment? Like our favorite non-baseball um, uh, moment in sports. I don't know. I mean, that, that's a that's a crazy question. I mean, because. So I guess you could be involved, or it could just be something you watch as a fan, or. Yeah, I mean it would be the Raiders winning the world. I mean the the Super Bowl. I ain't never seen that shit happen though. <laughs> <laughs> Probably never gonna see that shit happen. You're just speaking it into um, the universe. Uh, I the like coolest, that. you know, non-baseball thing that I've been that I've seen. I've been to some cool fights. 
Yeah. Um, when when Mayweather knocked out Ricky Hatton, that was cool. Oh, that's awesome. That was pretty dope to be in that energy in that yeah. arena. Like it was, it was dope. Um, you know what? I, when when the Warriors were getting pretty good, and they beat uh, Dallas in that in that uh, first round, that eight first one. round, um, eight one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was at the game when uh, Baron dunked on Karolinko. That was oh, that, that that's shit a legendary was moment. Insane. That, that was amazing, man. That was insane. That's a that, that was, was pretty dope. That was a crazy moment, man. I um, you know, now I've been doing boxing play by play this year, and I will say, like, and I've been to other fights. Some I've been to a few pa- uh, Mayweather fights. Calling a fight ringside is unbelievable. It's just a ridiculous experience. So calling. Even though he was against an overmatched opponent, calling Canelo at the Garden and sitting ringside was insane. And watching him knock a guy out, and you like the feeling the power of him ringside is nuts, man. It's just like it's crazy. That when was you earlier see this, this yeah, last few, month. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was December fifteenth. Yeah, just like feeling the power of these dudes ringside is crazy. Especially if you end up getting like, like in my first round of fights, I had like heavyweight big baby Miller was over three hundred pounds and like. You're seeing his punching power from right at the ring, or like Arter Betterbiev, who's a light heavyweight, who's just like a monster beast, knocks out everybody. Like it's it is it's crazy to That's behold. Dope. Yeah, it's sick. But and I also say Super Bowl Forty Two, I was out with the Giants and the Patriots. That moment was oh, being there was ridiculous. I put the on Giants my, and the Patriots the, fir- the, the first the one. first one. Yeah, I put on my LT jersey just at the right moment, superstitiously, like when I <laughs> needed to come back. And I also like I don't know if you guys know this, but Cake pops, they contain uh, mystical powers. And so you, when you, like, if your team has a big game, you, gr- you grab a cake pop, okay? <laughs> you grab a cake, grab a cake pop, and you don't bite into it until the moment where your team really needs it. Like, you can't get... This you, sounds like a dumbass superstition. No, right? no, no. It's a great, it's a great and tasty well, superstition. Worked. Yeah, it worked. exactly. So right on that, I saved, I saved this New York Giants cake pop right for that final drive. I didn't even I didn't Nobody spill it earlier. Nobody knew he was going to catch the fucking ball on his helmet, Yeah, bro. I did like, when I, I, I bit that cake that, pop. I don't want to hear that bullshit. I knew it. I knew it. Let me tell you something. Do I know that, was that Ty... bullshit, by no, the way. No, 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 man. Do I know if Ty, Tyree <laughs> might not catch that ball if I don't bite the cake pop? That was some bullshit. It was uh, my favorite moment. This is this is an interesting question. Jason Edwards, JLog76 on Twitter. When fights break out, what's the actual goal? Like, are you legit trying to beat hella ass or just generally pushing and shoving while waiting for everyone to chill out? Nah, you're try- I mean, it depends. Depends on how much shit talking was going on or, like, what the situation was or, you know, how heated. It, it, you know, sometimes... Guys throw at guys, and you just go out there, and it's no big deal. But sometimes you go out there, and then it's real. You know what I'm saying? So it depends. And the goal, if it's real, is always to whoop ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if it's real, the goal <laughs> is to whoop ass. If it's real, the goal is to whoop ass. But one time when uh, we fought against Toronto, I think it was 2009, with Sato and Jesse Carlson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Behind, the, behind uh, home plate. I think everybody was just trying to get Posada off that dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had kind of, like, not concerned with, like, fighting each other. And like trying to get like Sato from you know killing that dude. Yeah, <laughs> that shit for, was crazy for 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 Jesse's yeah, sake. Yeah, that shit was. I mean, he was. Also, you guys were in position. It was at the end of the season, if I remember, and you guys are in position to do big things in the playoffs too. Maybe that's not part of your pro- no, process. No, nobody thinks about that. No, shit. <laughs> <laughs> just the fans watching it think about that, bro. <laughs> how, how about this? Uh, Ryan and May. Do take one or two more. 
How do you feel about clubs using openers? What are your thoughts about a six-man rotation? I, I don't mind a six-man rotation. Openers are stupid as hell to me. <laughs> but, it, but but I, I can't argue with it because every time we played the Rays, it worked against us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just – every time we had guys on base, every time we got a little momentum, they would change the pitcher. I don't know how much, you know, guys can handle that or, you know, get you know not get hurt and things like that, but it seems to work. You know what I'm saying? So – who am I to argue with it? But as a, as a starting pitcher and, you know, starting for the last 18 years, I think it's dumb. Yeah, you, you want no part of it. I want no part of it. But six-man rotation, which is possible for you guys, right? Yeah, I had no problem with that. Yeah. So I would have when I was younger. Yeah, I mean, right. obviously, yeah. you know, if you ask Savvy, he wouldn't want a six-man rotation. Right. So. I know. I wonder if it, like, routine-wise, right, do you just adjust? Like, because Tanaka might help, right? He was always used to pitching once every yeah, seven days. Yeah, but we days. have so many off days now. Yeah. That, like, you end up pitching once a week, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you have a couple days extra. Okay. Um, And uh, the final question I'll take from Twitter, Brian Axelrod, our good, <laughs> our good friend and, and member of the group chat, who's doing an unbelievable job, by the way, with Connor McGregor's proper 12. Yes, he he is. is running that for Connor. Um, he uh, wants to know when – Matt Siegel, Matt Nimer, and him will join me and you for a when did we do group, it last group time? chat episode. Uh, spring training, yeah. Should we, should we do a group chat episode with them yeah, this year? Yeah, we could do it in Tampa. I, I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal because I, you know, I got to make sure the content is up to the, the people's liking. Let's do this. You know, CeCe and the I are – The thing is, is you're not going to release any of the content because we're just going to rag on you the whole time. So you ain't going to want people to <laughs> – No, no, no. I'll be a sacrificial lamb. If it's quality content, I'll, I will gladly be a sacrificial lamb. But so here's, the, here's what we got to find out. That was funny. If the people want it. So tweet at us. Would you like to hear a group chat episode? These, uh, That's what I'm saying. So yeah. then they might be like, so they might be like, no, I don't, I don't want to hear. But it maybe don't they matter. But this maybe is they our want, show. But this is like, we can't let people run our show, guys. Uh, if, right, if we want them on the show, they on the show. Fair enough. But you know what I'm saying? Sometimes in these shows, like Kylie Jenner's like third best friend, all of a sudden becomes a character. Sometimes people want and to know they these blow people. Up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So maybe like. There's a Matt Siegel, Matt Nimer, Brian Axelrod spinoff that comes from the episode. Or maybe people want to know, hey, who are these characters on Ryan and CeCe's group chat? We don't need to chat? ask these people. We All just right, throw fine, them we on just there. do it? Okay. Yeah, the Kardashians don't ever ask us if we want to see the, the third best friend. That's for, that's true. Like, what's the other? The girl, Jordan, she has all her own stuff now, right? I don't, I, you watch that shit. I don't watch no, that no, shit. No, you know what? I Look, really no, don't. No, no, no. Yes, you do, bro. You know, you know her to, name. From time to time, I will stumble across it is how I would describe it. Bro, don't let but, me shame you. I oh watch all God. kind of reality shows. I just no. don't watch that one. I know. But I watch, I mean, shit. I mean, I, I'll be, I'm not even embarrassed of shit that I watch. But, but I will say my much more, like, um... You know, the shows you could rag on me much more for are like, I love like Dawson's Creek and One Tree Hill. Yeah, I've never even and seen like, that bullshit. You know, I think you would like it. I think you would. Cause I, don't, you, I don't really like shows where no black people were in it. Oh, um, you know what, man? That's a good point. So, like, Friends, <laughs> Dawson's Creek. Well, I can't watch that bullshit, man. Nobody looks like me in that there show. There was some diversity in One Tree Hill. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. No, no there was some. It, was, <laughs> it, it, it probably, it may not have been enough. I'm not sure. But there was, there was some. I can't That's watch right. that bullshit, yeah. man. At Dawson's Creek, I, I think you're out of luck. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, all right, well, hey, um, we have a, a couple. Uh, we're, 
we're here in January, right? Are you traveling at all in January? No, I oh. mean I'm, I, I do have a trip, but no, I'm I'm, I'm here. Okay, so that what that is a confusing yeah, answer. Yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. You got to okay, but you're mostly here. I'm mostly here. Okay, and I'm mostly here, so we're gonna load up on some pods, and then in spring training we'll we'll get some good Are ones. Are you down again. in Tampa? I should be down for a five or six day period at some point, um, so we can load up there and we can do the group chat episode during then as well. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, I'm with but it. But coming up, our next couple, we have Nick Totoro, who's a diehard Yankee fan. Crazy. Yeah. Who we're going to have fun with. He's going to have fun. And then uh, Jerry Ferrara, our buddy, will be back as well. And we should remind people to rate, review, subscribe. We're coming up on 1,000 reviews, maybe for- uh, What was our last episode? Was the was the crossover episode, huh? Yeah, was it was. the last one? Yeah, the whole that. Yeah. That was fun, man. That was fun. Those guys were great. I was really feeling bad that day, man. I, I know, Damn. Man. And then we went to that breakfast spot, too. Now I'm thinking, like, oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah, that we, was good. I was fine with yeah, that. Yeah, that breakfast spot was but, great. But uh, I was feeling bad that day. Remember, I had to, I had to got out and walk. Remember, because I was yeah. late? Yeah. Man, I was yeah. struggling. I had my bottle of Tums and shit. Yeah, <laughs> man. I know. Well, that was crazy. That's the best news of all, man. Seeing how good you're feeling. Yes, sir. It's it's great to be back, and it's great to see you looking healthy. And uh, for everybody out there, remember: rate, review, subscribe. As long as you keep uh, your interest going, R2C2 keeps going. And we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Let's do it. Peace. <laughs>